0: This is Packer and Durham on ACCN and SiriusXM Channel 371.
1: As uh, Wes just pointed out, a number of debuts are coming their way yeah. on the program.
2: Yeah, Mallory and Annabelle Hasselbeck will be here. Together? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to talking to them coming up in about, oh, I don't know, 14, 13 minutes. And then Austin Greaser will be here from North Carolina's golf team, fresh off his trip to Augusta.
1: He are ranked in the top ten in men's golf. Yeah. Having a great year.
2: Yeah. And uh, had his coach on the loop for him. His coach had the loop. Figured this would be a good opportunity for maybe you to, you know, offer your services as a caddy at
1: some point. Well, I mean, I told you last week, I have major golf championship experience as a caddy, uh, being the first caddy ever on the PGA Tour to wear shorts. That's right. Until Dean Beeman threatened to disqualify my man, Tim Collins. May he rest in peace. Uh Collins had to run back to the clubhouse in the fourth fairway. Buy you a pair of pants. Got me a pair of brown Sansa belt slack, size 40. Back then at Clemson, I had about a 32-inch waist. I put those things around my waist. I said, boss, Tim, man, I can't wear these. What are these. we doing here? Time so mean, we just wear shorts. Beaming two holes later, said, did I not tell Hello you, you <laughs> that you, we do not wear shorts? And Collins pleaded with him and said, yeah. just for this day only, boss. We'll yeah. figure it out.
2: So We're well, looking forward out. to talking to Austin Greaser. So, uh, he'll be on the program coming up in about 20 minutes or 25 minutes. All right, let's uh, recap a uh, a winning Tuesday night for most schools in the ACC. For most. Most, we're yeah. Gonna,
1: we're going to highlight the positives.
2: Yep. Uh, we'll start in softball off to Harrisonburg, Virginia, where I think Duke just hit another home
1: run Ooh. and
2: scored another
1: run. I just like watching this one guy sitting by himself in left field. Little did he know <laughs> he was going to get bombarded by the Duke bats. Yeah, where they were hot.
2: Doubleheader sweep of the old Dukes last night for they the Blue this guy Devils. In left field. There, there he is. One low. guy. The great great dude. seat, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Over his head. Home run. Blue Devils end up filling the left field bleachers with home runs. I mean, every highlight is uh, they got to get the team chiropractor at James Madison for everybody having to turn and look at a ball flying out. Right, impressive. Thirty-four runs in two ball games, ten home runs in game one, most home runs by a Division One team in a game this season. And James Madison's not bad. I mean, they were just at Oklahoma City last year. I mean, it's a program that got a little thump to them.
1: And thump being the key word. Yeah, they
2: got thumped yesterday. Uh, Boy, Marissa Young's done a nice job.
1: Defending ACC champs. And they're
2: kind of right there. I mean, we got yep. all the Virginia Tech, Florida State you wanted last weekend. There's top ten Dukes sitting right there. Right.
1: Clemson's really good, too. And
2: Clemson, we're getting ready to show the Tigers because what they do last night in Columbia, beat South Carolina. Owned them. <laughs> owned them. I mean, the,
1: they owned South Carolina.
2: 3-1 is the final. Uh, Clemson a winner last night. They take the home-and-home series. And there goes a fly ball into center field. Off the wall, that'll produce a run. And off we go. There's one through the infield at the left side. 3-1 the final last night in Columbia. Top 20 Tigers at 17, huh?
1: League has got four really talented teams. Yeah, the, the tournament will be great. I yep. mean, you know, It reminds me a lot of last year when we had the Florida State-Clemson conversation, and we're going to finally see them play in the ACC tournament. We didn't. We saw Duke take care of business. And again, after what the Hokies did to Florida State over the weekend, right? Keely Richard and company, the tournament will be spectacular.
2: Softball tournament, by the way, is in Pittsburgh. <whistles> Could be a little weather bingo up there. Layer up. Layer up. Possible. Take an extra coat, as they say. Be okay. All right. Let's get to the baseball side, shall we? Uh, Miami FAU, Gino Damari joined us yesterday, and the Canes had to scratch it out at the end for win number 14 in a row. 7-6 the final over the uh, Owls, who came down from Boca. Fourth straight comeback win for Miami, uh, matching their longest win streak at 14 since 2014, Pack
1: Playing great baseball. Like I said, longest winning streak in the country. Compliments to Tennessee losing to Tennessee Tech last night. And the Canes are rolling, and they get the Hokies this upcoming weekend, as we just mentioned to Brent Pry. Uh, Virginia Tech baseball ranked in the top 25 for the first time this week in mm-hmm. uh, the D1 poll. So uh, it's go time, man. Virginia Tech, Miami, big-time series this weekend. Uh,
2: Michigan and Notre Dame yesterday. Irish uh, slice up the Wolverines 14-5 to as the final Notre Dame got five runs in the second, never looked back. Ninth straight win for uh,
1: Link Jarrett's team. Yeah, they're fresh off a of sweep in the Tigers over the weekend, and they're still playing well. Man, they're an old, experienced team, and they know how to play.
2: Yeah, no question. So, and a good look for Notre Dame yesterday, man. Yeah, like the all it. whites, maybe like blue hat. Yeah, good look. Um, let's go to Tallahassee last night. Big crowd, Dick Hauser Stadium, right? And Florida State allowed just two hits and struck out 14, and they beat the Gators 5 nothing. Big crowd last night at Mike Martin Field. Jumped
1: them early, played great defense, great pitching. That, that is a really good combination. And uh, Florida State put it all together last night. They look good doing it. And that's another, by the way, uniform combo I like down here at Florida State.
2: Yeah. That's a good-looking
1: game on the screen, to be honest. Yeah, with. it sure is. Anytime, listen, anytime the Gators and Owls get together. Sure. It's going to be fun. I Absol- promise you, it's going to be fun. Absolutely.
2: Uh, all right, we're going to finish this thing off with our friend Elliot Avent. Rally time in Raleigh. Yeah. Wolfpack scrambled back last night. They beat UNC Wilmington, Mr. Packer. 7-6 the final, walk three off. runs in the
1: ninth. A little walk-off in the ninth. Oh, my. Wasn't looking good early. Really wasn't. No. Midweek games are kind of goofy. All right.
2: Midweek games are really tricky. Yeah. I mean, really tricky.
1: There it is. Party time for Elliot Avent's house last night. Yeah. That's a good W. Get the win, you move on. NC State this weekend, by the way, has Boston College. BC, NC State this hmm. weekend.
2: So, the pack
1: surges back.
2: Wins against Wilmington. BC, We're going to have to kind of dive in here, maybe get our man Aaron Fitt involved and see kind of where we are. Mike Rooney's joined us in the past as well. We'll dial up and see where some of this stands as we go to postseason.
1: In in the D1 poll, Mm -hmm. uh, I believe there's five ACC teams ranked. Virginia Tech cracked the top 25. Then you have four in the top 10. And in the Baseball America poll, there are still the same four in the top 10. So the ACC's got more top 10 teams than any other conference in college baseball. The Big 12's got three. The SEC has two. The Pac-12 has one
2: Yeah, in the top ten. I uh, told you that the uh, Hasselbacks are coming up here in just a few moments, and they'll be here fresh off a win. Boston College beat Harvard yesterday. Women's lacrosse 17-1. to Felt
1: bad just let them score one, didn't they? <laughs> you smart <laughs> folks over there, we're going to just gonna let you score once, and you're going to like it.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Acacia takes her team down Com Ave to Harvard. And next thing you know, 17 goals later, they're a winner. God, this is such a good team. North Carolina, B.C. I said it like NC State, Louisville, and women's basketball. We deserve to see it a couple
1: times. We've seen it once. I'd like to see it maybe twice again if we could. Well, not surprise me if we get that for your ACC championship. That would not surprise me. One, two would be worth the price of admission. Wouldn't it though, right? Jamie Ortega, Charlotte North. You got two superstars who can flat out score two great teams. Yeah.
2: We'll, uh, we'll talk to Mallory and Annabelle here coming up in, uh, in just a few minutes. Um, We have, uh, we've kind of had some fun with the spring sports. Uh, We've, educated ourselves a little bit on rowing and crew
1: yeah you told me something yesterday because i did not know there i just thought crew's crew man
2: yeah getting the water
1: with a boat it's crew yeah wrong answer no and, it's rowing and yeah, by the way it. the pac-man top 10 rowing coming out again on friday is that right sure okay i already told you what number 10 is <laughs> no crew for you will be number 10 it's all about the ladies. Is that, is that the way we're going to go with that? That's how I'm going with okay. it. Okay. It's my poll. That's how I'm going with it. And if you want to finally start to contribute with this, no, you no. can come up with your own. No, no. I didn't think so. Totally all you. Yeah. That's what I figured.
0: The Packer and Durham Podcast. Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham.
2: We got women's lacrosse for you. Tomorrow night here on ACC Network. We'll start at 8 o'clock. Number one, North Carolina visits number 15, Virginia. And that follows a 6 o'clock start with Virginia and Duke. All that uh, coming up here on ACC Network. That's the men's game is at 6. The women is at 8. Right here on ACC Network and always streaming on the ESPN app. There you go. Double dip of lacrosse on a Thursday night.
1: I like it. Thursday night lacrosse on ACC Network last year was spectacular. So throw a couple in there, right? It's kind of like the Friday night duels with wrestling. There you go. Thursday with lacrosse in this league on ACC Network. That works.
2: So there you are. Welcome back. Uh, Austin Greaser coming up bottom of the hour. Uh, Chestnut Hill here in just a moment for the uh, Hasselbeck's on this Packer. I'm excited to talk to the sisters. Years' difference
1: now between Mallory and Annabelle. Because, you know, my two daughters are 19 months apart. Oh, boy. And they are polar opposites. I mean, polar opposites. So I'm, I'm always intrigued when we have siblings on all right. all right let's do this I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes
2: uh we welcome uh mallory and annabelle hasselback to the uh, packer and durham program good morning ladies how are we
3: good How Hi. are you? Good oh,
2: you're you welcome all right let me clarify here just for the uh coaching portion of the program mallory is on the left wearing the black she is a freshman at boston college annabelle on the right in the pink hoodie is a sophomore at boston college uh, all right, so just give us the overview of both being at Boston College. Uh, Annabelle, you got the one-year start ahead of Mallory. So have you know, if you've been a good big sister, so to speak, helping around campus? All the things we traditionally expect out of college sisters.
3: I hope so. It's been an absolute blessing being here with Mallory, just going to school with her, seeing her across the hall going to class i think we're taking class together next semester and especially being on the lacrosse field we haven't played together since my junior year of high school so this whole year has just been so special
1: mallory let me ask you uh when it was time to decide where to go to school was this a no-brainer like it had to be bc or was there all right sis is over there i get the whole dna with the family you know what i'm going to go venture and do something else so how easy was it for you to say you know what Boston College was the place for me,
4: yeah, you know, I had a bunch of great schools reach out to me and really fortunate for those opportunities. but I mean, Annabelle was a big selling point, and uh definitely to be able to come to BC and play with her and play with this team um definitely really sold me big time, and I'm happy I made the choice
2: All right, so yesterday, uh Mallory, seventeen to one, you guys uh won the Battle of Com Ave yesterday. A little out-of-conference game. Take me through this season, though, because we've had Acacia on a couple different times. She's phenomenal, great to talk to. But you guys are like – I mean, it's you and North Carolina like right there at the top. What's that been like being a freshman and being a part of a powerhouse like Boston College?
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm really fortunate to be a part of such an amazing team skilled-wise and personnel-wise. You know – Our game, North Carolina, definitely didn't go the way that we wanted. But we're just moving forward and uh, really excited for the matchup we have this weekend versus Duke. So it should be a good test for our team. So I'm really excited.
1: Annabelle, uh, I can't uh, get on my head what Charlotte North does. I mean, every time I watch you all play, she does something that you just go, oh, my God, that's unbelievable. So I'm just going to ask you. Uh, give me something that you've seen in practice that you just go, man. She's just playing on a totally different level.
3: Yeah, I mean, the other day I was defending her and she just shot it. I thought I had great positioning on her. I was like, oh, I'm playing such great D, and she shot it just while I was fully Ding her up, and I, I was scared for my life, honestly, because I kind of had to jump out of the way. So she's an awesome, awesome player to play against. Uh, we had senior night that was just a crazy moment of reflection just to be able to be on the field with someone like her has just been an honor as an athlete and more importantly just who she has who she is as a person has just been so cool to get to know her over the last two years
2: you know it's interesting and obviously uh your dad played in the nfl so did your uncle tim i mean you guys have this incredible lineage of athletic competition I wonder how that competitive trait of the Hasselbeck's falls to you guys. Uh, Growing up, was this a really competitive thing? I mean, how did it work out in the yard or in the driveway? And was it always lacrosse? Were we competitive with each other in other sports? Mallory?
4: Yeah. I mean, we, we've grown up playing sports. We really, me and Annabelle really didn't get into lacrosse till middle school and middle school. So yeah, we used to be big soccer fans, big basketball fans. Annabelle was a huge hooper. Um, but, yeah, so competitive. I mean, anything we do in the Haspec house has to be a competition, which used to end in tears, but we've matured and become better sports. Whoa,
2: hold on. Whoa, wait, wait. Annabelle ended in tears? I want to go to yeah, tears before you know, I find out about I, basketball.
3: Yeah, my, dad is, my dad's threatened to put cameras in the backyard before. So when we come in, you know, screaming, oh, she did this, he did this. He's be like, well, I could watch it back. I could watch the replay. Yeah. So I don't know if those actually exist or not. We'll never know, but they are. That was a threat for sure.
5: Oh, what about man. the
2: hoop? What's the story on the hoop, Annabelle? Do we need yeah, to call you know, Coach Mack? Do we need to get the extra year for Coach yeah. Mack?
3: Hey, we'll see. I'll take it. I'll do it. We gotta, we gotta win a couple more natties before that. But um. <laughs> Maybe that's
1: in the future. Uh, It sounds to me, again, this is the first time we've all had a conversation, but it sounds to me that you two, you two are so competitive that you're probably really good at everything. So I'm going to ask Mallory, tell me what Annabelle is not good at in sports.
4: Oh, in sports?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or anything in general. Nothing. But, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow Annabelle to, to critique you as well. So uh, so give me the breakdown. Annabelle can improve in what? You, you name
4: it. Trash Again, talking. Trash talking. <laughs> Annabelle's too nice. Annabelle's too nice. Like, she'll hit someone down and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You uh, know, and that's what makes her so amazing. But I all think, right. I don't Annabelle,
1: Annabelle, tag you're it. What's the deal with Mallory? All
3: right, I don't know. I guess, gosh, I I I'd hit her back. I'd say, gosh, I don't know. Mallory's just so great at everything on the field, off the field. So I don't really have any criticism for Mallory today. You you know
1: what? (laughs) That's my
3: point. That's my point.
1: That's it. (laughs) Mallory, you're reading my mind. You know, Mallory hits a home run here because. Annabelle can't even say anything ugly about her sister. I mean, it just goes (laughs) to tell you what a nice person she is.
2: Here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a – this a new wrinkle to Packer and Durham. We've never done this, and we're going to do it today. We're going to call it ACC in the family, okay? Now, Mark and I grew up in the ACC. Our dads worked in the ACC. You're now going to be the first contestants of ACC in the family. So here's the question, uh, and you point to who this relates to. Okay, you guys get to decide. Okay. All right, who has the better sense of style?
4: Oh, this way. <laughs> okay, there you
2: go. All right,
4: they disagree.
2: Now you disagree, essentially, right? Annabelle, you think Mallory does. Mallory thinks Annabelle does. So, no. W- no? What's what's the story? Who does? I, I,
3: Mallory does. Mallory always comes in with a color coordinated outfit. She she looks good to go every day.
4: All I don't right. know. Our whole team jokes about how they want to wear Annabelle's closet. So, <laughs> half of my closet is her closet. So, we'll see.
2: All right. Now, are you guys, like when you said earlier, Annabelle, you're across the hall? Is that right? You guys are across the hall from one another? So, We're not your closet the hall, can become.
3: But i start passing all the time at school. Okay. All right. All
1: so. Right go all right here we go I, I got two daughters who are 19 months apart because this is right down my alley I, I love these competitions not that it's a competition well it is a competition you two you know how it goes uh who is a better driver
3: Mallory big Mall- time Mallory points oh, sure. herself.
1: all right so Mallory there's got to be a story <laughs> you immediately took credit for this that means Annabelle's had probably a few bumps along the way it would be my guess
4: Animal's a very safe driver and very smart driver, but when it comes to directions and following maps, it's not her strong suit. Every, time. It I, I every, every- turn, <laughs>
2: okay, all right. Who's the better student? Really? <laughs> okay.
3: It's okay. It- We're in Intro to Philosophy with each other uh, next fall, so. It'll be, we'll help each other
1: out. All right. This may be an illegal question, but I'm going to ask it anyhow. Uh, who makes the best cocktail?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Neither of us. Neither? Oh, no. neither. All
1: right. Fair enough. I, I didn't know where that was going to go. Uh, who would be uh, more likely to join a sorority? Ooh. <laughs> you you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Definitely. I I can tell Mallory's like, I want no part of that. All right. None. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Who is more like mom?
2: Uh, Annabelle. Okay. That does not surprise me. All right.
1: That does not surprise me. Who can throw a football the furthest? Mallory. Yeah. I figured. Mallory, can you sling
2: it? Can you really sling it?
4: Yeah, Annabelle can, can throw pretty well, too, though. We, we were both played on an all-girls flag football team growing up, and we played against the boys, and we rotated at quarterback, so all that
3: was right.
1: a lot of fun. All right, it snows like crazy crazy in Boston. Who is a better snowball thrower?
3: Ooh. I feel like that one just depends on who's got the best plan of attack coming out of nowhere.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, so all right. Who, would, who would have the best plan of attack between you two?
3: Probably
1: Mallory. Probably. Yeah. Uh, probably no, look at this.
2: Okay. Animal's, pretty,
4: Animal's a little prankster. I don't know.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. See, now, now I'm going to ask you this is a loaded question. Uh, who is more technologically challenged?
2: Is it close? I'm
3: not savvy. No. I'm not savvy.
2: Uh, okay. All right. Um, Who has the best goal celebrations? Oh, Oh, you're alternating again?
1: Disagree with
2: it. I
3: like Mallory's. I like how she celebrates other people and herself when she scores or when other people score. So that's super fun to watch. I
2: I will share with you, Annabelle, that Charlotte uh, came to a, a warm spot on the Packer and Durham program last year when she would score a goal and then spike the stick into the ground and it would bounce yeah. six feet in the air. I like that one. We were, mm-hmm. we were big fans because if that rule is not the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in my life, then I was glad she spiked the stick in the ground just in case, you know, the stick might be altered, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun.
1: Who is a better joke teller? Ruth
3: mm. with Mahler.
1: Well, they're not no, sure they about alternate. that. One. I noticed that a little hesitation there with you two on that question.
2: Okay. I know. Here's the last one. We're we'll play to the crowd. Who's more like dad?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Now, we gotta ask a little traditional question. You two oh yeah, are, absolutely. You, you two are a trip. Uh, I'll lead with you, Mallory. Since you've been in Boston College, what has been your hardest class?
4: Oh probably business stats. I had a huge exam yesterday that hopefully went well. So I think I'm towards the end, but yeah, definitely business stats. But mom, I'm I'm doing good. Don't worry. I like uh, it.
1: But yeah. <laughs> I like it. Annabelle, same question. Hardest class at BC.
3: Yeah, I think intro to a business law freshman year. My mom also oh, was yeah. a huge mm. helping me understand some of my readings, so I'd have to go
1: with that one. Uh, Listen, well, you two are delightful. And uh, mom and dad, and everybody else got to be proud of you. And uh, we look forward to having you back and continued success. Your team's a blast to watch. And uh, we normally don't have the pom-poms out en route, but something tells me I would love to see North Carolina, BC one more time for a championship. That'd be some kind of game. Mm -hmm. We would too. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Be well, okay? Good luck.
4: Thank you. Thanks for for having us.
2: You bet. Uh, Mallory and Annabelle Hasselback. Just delightful. Yep. Yeah, they were awesome. That was fun. And I uh, appreciate them. Pretty cool to, family, uh, by
1: the way. I mean, that, that's an ACC family right there, now, right? Absolutely. Athletic, smart, terrific to hang out with.
0: Packer and Durham. This is the Packer and Durham Podcast.
1: Packer and Durham on a Wednesday. Told you uh, this hour, the Power Hour, loaded with a bunch of folks making their debut.
2: Yeah. Uh, Let's go to Chapel
1: Hill. Austin Greaser
2: uh, tied for low-am last week in Augusta at the Masters. Uh, Plays at Carolina. Uh, Was a runner-up for the U.S. Amateur last year. That got the invitation to Augusta. My God, he got a hoodie and a hat. But look, (laughs) let me tell you something about the hat now. The hat says Augusta National. It doesn't say Masters on it, so you know what that that's means. Right. He bought that's the hat. Right. He bought the hat when he went on a practice round because that's when they sell the that's Augusta right. <laughs> National material, not when they have the Masters. So that means wow. he put the peg in the ground, Packer. That's Austin, right. how are that's you? Right. Good. How are you guys? I appreciate you doing this. Um, last yeah, week, every- so much for having me. Last week, everything you thought it would be.
5: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a hundred percent. It was, it was an absolute dream come true. Um, especially for, for a golfer and for somebody, um, you know, who's dreaming about that for a long time. So, um, everything and, and way more.
1: So when you got on the links for the first time, I mean, I use that term cause I know it's not a link, but when you got on the golf course for the first, what was the thing that you couldn't wait to experience first?
5: Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think, I think I've said this a few times, but I think you know you watch the tournament every single year, right? So you already know the course really, really well. And I think the first thing I really want to experience, especially going back, you know, a few weeks before the tournament week actually started, and I made a visit. um, You know, what does the course actually feel like walking? What does it look like walking? How big are the slopes? Um, you know, what do the greens look like? What do the tee shots look like? That kind of thing, because you like I said, you, you know, you already know the course so well because I've watched it pretty much every year of my life. But then when you actually get there, everything's a little bit more different. It's a little bit more surreal. It's it's almost like playing a video game. I mean, it's it's crazy to be walking the grounds of, of Augusta National compared to just watching it on TV, if that makes sense.
1: It does. And also, I would tell you, the first time I ever saw the course in person, And like you growing up with golf and you just the masters is just invitation television you do it every year but i was always blown away of how severe number 10 was i mean you know television flattens things out but 10 is like falling off a cliff and you can't believe how long that hole is it's crazy
5: yeah it is um 10 and and not only that but the tee shot like it really has to move right to left um you know you can you can't really get away with the straight one. It's got to move at least about five yards. But if you if you can do it, it needs to move about twenty. Um, yeah. So it, it, it really you really need to move it right to left off the tee. And yes, the second shot. Um, and actually, it, you can see the elevation more if you look back up the hole when you get yeah. to the green toward the clubhouse. And it is a crazy drop off. I mean, from tee to green, it has to be. It's got to be seventy five feet feet down. I don't I don't know the exact number, but it has to be close to that.
2: All right, Austin. I want to I want to go through kind of what I, I heard you talk with Jones Angel and Adam Lucas this week, and I, it was a fascinating yeah. conversation because, and I know some amateurs that have played at Augusta as part of the Masters, and they talk about you know just the way the amateur is treated, and I know it's a separate thing. Yeah. It's almost like you're a dignitary at the tournament before you ever put the pack <laughs> in the ground, right? And it's one of the unique yeah. wrinkles I think of the event itself, but you talked about going to play a practice round. How much did you have to calm yourself down to play in the event? Because I think some guys get trapped in their own adrenaline and never have a chance to even, you know, score it like you did.
5: Yeah. I mean, that's an extremely good question. Cause um, you know, the M M is a lot different and there are a lot of people at, at the US AM, especially the semifinal and final match days. So, um you know to some extent it was a little bit of the same because you just kind of felt like you were um you know kind of engulfed by by people but at the same time I remember stepping on on the first tee um with Colin Cow on Monday we were going out for a practice round, just me and him and I was definitely shaken. I mean it had to be you know four to five people deep at least Monday practice round and it, that shot didn't mean a thing but just the fact that I was there. I was on the tee, and everybody was watching me. Is a completely different feeling. I mean, typically, like I said, you're just watching this tournament on TV, and you're always wanting to get there. But you kind of forget to you kind of forget to imagine what that first tee shot will be like when watching. At least I did, and I remember after hitting my tee shot, I missed it pretty good, right? But I was just kind of happy to make contact that first time in front of everybody. And um, Colin looked at me. He's like, "Well." He's like, it flew pretty good. <laughs> you could tell I was really nervous. Um, so that was pretty funny. Uh, that was a good. That was a good moment between me and him. And I, I feel like I kind of got freed up after that. But I think it probably took me two holes to really settle in that first Monday practice round. And um, you know, thankfully I kind of had a little bit of a, a young veteran, I guess, and Colin to kind of talk to and. Uh, just kind of walk me through, you know, how he felt like he dealt with it um, those first couple of holes. So um, that was probably pretty wise, I guess, for me to to go out with him. And, and I'll, I appreciate him having me out there. But, um, you know, that was – it definitely took me a couple of holes to settle in, that's for sure.
1: Austin, awesome. I know they don't play foursomes at the Masters, but if I allowed you to have your dream foursome <laughs> uh, with, with everybody that was at the event this past week, who are the other three that are going to join you on the first tee?
5: That's a good question. I mean, uh, the easy answer is Tiger. Um, Definitely Tiger. Um, I I really enjoy watching Dustin Johnson play. So probably I'd throw him in there. Um, Dustin Johnson and uh, Justin Thomas probably. I'd probably round it out for me. I actually got to play with uh, DJ on Tuesday, nine holes. Um, And then there's a cool picture that we got in the parking lot actually with Justin Thomas. I, I actually won his... AJGA event um, I think in 2018 2017 or 2018 I forget the year but um, so we got a picture side by side this past week at the Masters and then we had a picture from four or five years ago at his tournament side by side and it was kind of a cool um, you know reunion I guess if you will um, for me and him and, and that was pretty cool that you know he, he really Uh, puts good platforms you know out for junior golfers to succeed and and you know he was congratulating me winning his tournament and then here we are playing playing in the same master's tournament so um I feel like that's kind of the reason I'd go with those three guys
1: by the way you give tiger to a side if you hooked up with him to a side you give
5: (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) yeah no but that that was so cool I I think I, I remember um I stopped for media one I think after the first round and they asked me what my coolest, what I felt like was the most special moment out there for me, the first round, first ever turnaround I played at Augusta. And I told him it was nothing about my round. I said, um, on f- I think it was on 15 when I was kind of walking down that par five. It was 14 green or 15 kind of walking down. I kind of forget. But um, Tiger was on the front nine. He was on number six. And he had hit that first round shot to about two feet. And it was like the loudest roar I'd ever heard on a golf course. And that was like the coolest thing to me because I always, you know, I, I wasn't quite old enough to, to really watch Tiger and, you know, his prime years, maybe 2000, 2005, give or take, but I've watched the highlights. I've watched him ever since. And the fact that I was on the same course competing with Tiger Woods, walking where he was hearing the Tiger roars was just, it's, it's like mind blowing because you, you never get that far in your dreams. But then You know, you're hearing guys from a hole away scream Tiger. Like, that was the coolest moment I think I really experienced all week, although it was nothing about what I did.
2: Hmm. I know you played with Mike Weir and and Padraig Harrington for the two days you were there. Um, What's your biggest takeaway from the whole experience, though, Austin? Because, and look, you're early in your golf career. You've won some junior events. You've, you know, been a finalist at the AM. You get to go to the U.S. Open. I mean, I – I'm curious, what's your biggest takeaway from this that you'll use to process, to play in the open, to to try and make that cut, to do those things?
5: Yeah, that's a really good question. I feel like, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, I think stuff might even just keep kind of hitting me and stuff learning and, and whatnot. But I feel like the the biggest takeaway for me was, um, you know, with, with all due respect to everything, every one of those guys out there has accomplished and won and events and everything like that. But I will say... I think, you know, TV gives a little bit of a false sense of reality of what professional golf is, right? And so, you know, every week on TV, you're only seeing the top 10 or 12 guys pretty much. And then you see highlights from other people. Mm-hmm. But those 10 or 12 guys are having some of the best weeks of their life to win the golf tournament, right? Like, it's really hard to win a professional golf tournament. It's really hard to win any golf tournament, but especially on the PGA Tour level. And so my point is here is I think TV gives a little bit of a false sense of reality of how – um how guys make every 30-footer they look at, how guys are hitting four irons to five feet, how guys are striping at 330 down the middle every time they tee it up. You know, you're not seeing the guys that don't have a good week. And I got to play with, you know, quite a few guys this past week. And they the difference between your top amateur golfers and the best in the world, the best in the world are definitely better. Like, that's not what I'm saying here, but it's it's minimal. Like, it's very minimal. And the, And the only really part of the game that really sticks out is the short game. Um, Padrick's short game and Mike Weir's short game was disgusting. It was so good, and watching them go around Augusta, especially around those greens with with those chipping areas and stuff like that, watching them get the ball up and down and putting their ball in the right spot and chipping it to you know a foot, it's 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 really mesmerizing. And um, I think that's more where the professional golf golfers are separating themselves rather than the tee shots or the iron shots, because like I said, you know, with all due respect to every golfer out there and everything they've accomplished golf's still tough and guys still miss and there was a couple shots even this week from a couple guys I played with I was like wow like I didn't even know I'd never seen you know you hit a ball like that like and and like I said I I don't want to sound like rude but I think it's it's kind of a little bit maybe comforting or 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 positive in my mind that you know I feel like I can belong out there and I don't feel like my game is that far off I feel like I have to to sharpen up a few things, obviously, and and keep the middle game sharp, but it's not far off, and and I I feel like I can see myself out there, and I I can belong there really soon, and and I think that's kind of one of my biggest takeaways from the week. Sorry, that was a long winded answer.
1: No, it's okay. It's good. Austin, your team, uh, North Carolina, ranked uh, seventh in the country. Uh, you go from this incredible euphoric week and the the build up to it, and now all of a sudden you take a deep breath. It's back to the real world per se. Yeah. (laughs) what's it going to be like going back now to competitive collegiate golf after a week at augusta national
5: that's a really good question too i've gotten asked this a couple times and um you know getting back to reality is definitely going to be different i said you know i felt like every time i woke up and every time i went to sleep i was you know actually living a dream and um you know so it's been even kind of weird the last day or so just kind of getting back to to my apartment doing trying to get caught up on school and stuff like that but um, you know I'm really really excited about this team um, you know we, we had a really really good fall um, you know one I think three out of four events we've I wouldn't say struggled but just maybe found a little bit of a rut here the first three three events or so three or four events this spring but um, you know the potential and the talent on this team is as good as anybody in the country and um, you know it's just about us kind of finding it at the right time and, and executing shots at the right time but I, I really see this team um, you know going really far this postseason and, and I think you know, it starts, they're actually going out to ASU, they left last night, so right. um, it starts there, it starts getting getting um, guys on a, on a good note, going out and playing well, and then we turn around next week and go play ACC's, and then after that, regionals and nationals, so um, I'm really excited, I, I don't think, you know, the ranking means a lot to us, because we all kind of know in our head where, where we stand, and we feel like we can compete with anybody, and, and we feel like we can beat anybody, um, you know, and, and like I said earlier, with, with all the respect out there to the other teams, but that's how we feel, and and, um, you know, we're, we're really, really excited for this postseason because I think this, this team can do really special things.
2: All right, Austin, real quick here before Pac asks our uh, traditional closing question. I know okay. Coach Dibedetto was on the loop at Augusta, but I yep. want you to know my partner here would be available if asked for the country <laughs> club at Brookline. Now, I want you – this is not just some, you know, joking deal here. You're talking about a guy and Mark Packer who played collegiate golf at Clemson and has done the loop of PGA events before. Yeah, we're not just—I'm not just wow. offering you the co-host, okay. wildly popular satellite radio star, morning cable conference television host. I'm telling you, the man's got skill for the loop at Brookline. If you need him, if in case. Okay. You
5: need- well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch. Then that sounds good.
1: All right, and my fee my fee is minimal, minimal, like zero. <laughs> okay. you
2: don't really have to worry about See, it. See now, DiBenedetto's looking for bread. He's looking yeah, for a little no, bit, of, you know, good. a little yeah, something for right. the effort type thing. Yeah. Packer comp. Now for me, where me can you. you get comp, Austin? We're,
1: we're ACC brothers. That's I do true. it for zero. There do you it, it for zero. It. All right. Here's the deal. Here's the here's All right, the most. touch. All right. Very good. I'm <laughs> open for that. Uh, here's our traditional <laughs> question. Since you've been at the University of North Carolina, oh boy, what has been your hardest class?
5: Um, last semester I was in some kind of stats class I think it was labeled store 455 it was like stats um, statistics and operations research and I had no idea what was going on, like, the whole semester. I I really did my best, and uh, that was extremely hard. I, I think I barely passed, um, so, and we're not going to go any farther than that. No more details. Um, right. But uh, it was definitely the hardest one.
1: So that class more difficult than uh, leaving it short on six and having to try to get up and down on six at Augusta? Uh,
5: it depends what pen. Uh, to the back right pin. <laughs> yes. Back right. Yeah yes yes definitely hard i would take that up and down all day long all at seven right. days a week twice on sundays
1: you got it that puts it totally in perspective <laughs> oh. congratulations on all your success thanks, thank
5: you Austin. guys so much appreciate, appreciate you guys having me thank no, you
2: our pleasure thanks very much good luck the rest of the way including next week at uh, shark's tooth by the way. How about that? A little shark's tooth action down on the Gulf for uh, the ACC championship. And
1: uh, when I'm counting for Austin and Brookline, uh, (laughs) we're not putting an extra pair of shoes in a bag. We're not loading that sucker up. It's going to go light to the point.
2: Wait, well, hold on now. We've been doing the walk. We're looking
1: good. We're
2: feeling good. good. You're going to be fresh back from Italy. You're going to be ready to go in June to Brookline. I
1: may put all 45 pounds back on. No, you're not going to. could very well happen.
0: Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham.
1: Packer and Durham, final segment on a uh, very, very fun and entertaining Wednesday. By the
2: way, thank you to Mallory and Annabelle Hasselbeck and to Austin Greaser. Terrific. We say it every week, if not every day, student-athletes are stars of the show. So
1: good. I mean, that's why this league is uh, different than everybody else's, quite frankly. I mean, the student-athletes are are great conversationalists. They're smart. They handle their business, and they're really talented.
2: Uh, We welcome, by the way, a uh, new member of the Packer and Durham adjunct production staff today, Casey O'Brien handling the uh, handling the show today. Former student athlete herself. Now, sure. not one of the made-up student athletes like Ives or Brooks or any of those cats. I mean, Casey was like real student athlete, soccer player, that kind of thing. I mean, not like Brooks or well, you were a student athlete. There's Casey. Good morning, Casey. Thank you for being a part of the show. Great job. <laughs> Surprise camera appearance for Casey.
1: Well, that's uh, that's a first, right? She did a great job. A lot of de- like I said, th- this hour has been a lot of debuts. This yeah. hour,
2: Casey's done a great job. Yep, excellent. Uh,
1: all right. <laughs> if you're new, why to why are the you sh- going to ruin the show? Because I, I, I don't even want to go here with this segment, this this particular topic. If you're new to the show, Ugh.
2: let me tell you that we have a couple of talking points on the Packer and Durham program that are really really important to know. Number one, um, Mark doesn't like FBI.
1: <laughs> I don't. I'll tell you up front. However. I don't even understand it. Let me tell you this. We've never met
2: anybody from FBI. We don't know where they're located in Bristol in the main comp, on the campus. We would love to have somebody from FBI appear on the show.
1: However, they've declined our request. It's been an open invitation, and they just—they don't want to acknowledge that what they do is well And we're going to unveil
2: the FPI ACC rankings tomorrow on this show for football, and I guarantee you there will be a surprise. There just always is. That's what FPI is. However, can I tell you something in our final minutes here? FPI is accurate among the 50 or so predictive models – only the Las Vegas model was more accurate last year than FPI.
1: Oh, get out of here. I'm just garbage. saying. That is Look at this. Garbage. I don't know who
2: Brent Craig is, but he needs to stop and re-rack. Team rankings, bill system, B-I-H-L, I'm not even familiar. F-E-I. I have no
1: idea what FBI is. You know what F-P-I is? No, F-E-I. You, no, do you know what F-P-I What's is? What's that? I've told you for three years. It's free Packer information and everything you see on your screen right now is Garbage. That's free Packer
2: information. Alright. Las Vegas absolute error 12.62. FPI just slightly behind. And this is according by the way to the prediction
1: tracker. Uh, get, that, get all of this off the screen. It's an embarrassment. All of that is Brent Craig. Why don't you just put Joe Smith up there? Well, what are we doing with this? That is such garbage. It is garbage. Oh, I can't wait I'm calling the bar. garbage I on all wait of this. Tomorrow. Can't wait. Uh, we unveil the ACC. This a- show C- was so much fun for the last two, two come minutes on, of the show. Come on. Here's the bar. How excited are you for FPI? On a scale of one to 0 on one to ten. This is where I am. A zero. On, on that. That a would zero. be a zero yeah. for FPI. Okay. All zero. right. All right. Well, we're going to do it anyway. I know we are. <laughs> I'm going to And I'm going to scream at it.
0: Tune in to Packer and Durham weekday mornings from 7 to 10 Eastern for the best conversations about everything from the ACC. Find it on the ACC Network, Sirius XM Channel 371, and streaming on the ESPN app.